You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, September 17th, 2021, during our 26th year on the air. Born on the radio, by the way, and raised by technology. Go figure. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. We got Robert standing by who listens with the Radio Garden app, one of the many podcast providers all around the world this one's kind of unique yeah you can you were playing with it the other day when you were supposed to be working yeah i was you know, <laughs> playing what i what i called uh, radio station roulette because it kind of it, it'll play live streams and live radio stations so I, you know, it has kind of a google earth kind of uh, feel when i was on the computer on the browser and i just kind of spun the earth and kind of kind of spun the earth and kind of see where it landed and then kind of listen to whatever it landed on i see yeah. and you were supposed to be working i was doing research for the show okay Gotcha. Anyway, we'll get to Robert momentarily, but first some tech news and commentary to share with you. Of course, more news about uh, the Apple announcement this past week. If you missed any part of our first and second hour, you might want to go back and check those things out. Yeah, and we saved the, the least important part for, for the end here to kind of round out with their Apple Fitness Plus. Yeah. At least, least important to me. <laughs> well, yeah, anybody who looks at you says, well, aren't you, you, hey. you should be using Apple Fitness or any fitness for that matter. So what about it then? But you know, the, it uh, offers uh, guided workouts from five to forty-five minutes. Oh, you can you use know, that. Trainers, yeah, you know. Um, they say that there's going to be new workouts available each week. I don't need that either. Um, Pilates is now available. Why don't you do and that? It, no, no. Um, it's currently available in six countries, and they say later this year it's expanding to fifteen countries. Are we one of the six at the moment? We are. Oh. Um, and so no excuse. Yeah, they also yeah, I have an excuse because they introduced group workouts. The worst, the, the only thing worse than working out is working out in a group. Why? But now you can the, with your a group your, can encourage you with your iPhone, iPad, or Apple TV. You can do a work a group workout with up to thirty two people at a time, or at least you can um, later this fall when it launches. Because again, they didn't give an exact date; just said later in the fall. Wow. I wonder why they're not ready for their since they had their big announcement this week. They should have had everything ready. Yeah, well, well they, that department failed them. Yes. There you go. And we've talked about this on and off for a long time now, but Apple apparently developing its electric vehicle independently without the assistance of another automaker. And Mac Rumors reports that they're currently selecting final parts suppliers. That, according to sources that said that they're familiar with Apple's plans, in line with a previous report from Reuters, the report explains that the company has had its own automobile hardware research and development unit since 2014, because we've kicked it around back and forth. Are they or are they not going to have an electric vehicle? But due to development challenges, they say, it contacted BMW, Hyundai, Nissan, and Toyota to explore joint development and contract production agreements. Apparently they wouldn't go to Ford since, you know, I guess, the head of their car division just went to Ford. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that probably put a little kink 
uh-huh. in in their efforts there. So uh-huh. now it's back to the on again, off again, on again, off again, on again, Apple electric vehicle. Yeah, boy. Who knows? And stay tuned. We'll follow it for you so you don't have to be bored with all the details. But at the moment, maybe. Yeah. Your Fitbit smartwatch uh, might just let you know if you or your partner is snoring too loudly. Fitbit is rolling out a promised snore and noise detect feature that uses the microphone on a Sense or Versa 3 smartwatch to detect both snore-specific sounds as well as the overall noise level. In theory, this might explain why you keep waking up or otherwise feel less than rested. And, of course, there are a number of requirements beyond just the watch. You'll need a premium subscription at $10 per month or $80 per year. Oh, jeez. I'm sure that comes with other features other than just the snore detect. Do you think? Um, You'll also have to keep your device reasonably well charged. Fitbit notes that the sampling occurs every few seconds and recommends at least a 40% battery level before you go to sleep. Oh, so in other words, you can't wear the watch during the day or the Fitbit during the day because you need it to work at night, so you've got to be charging it during the or day. Remember or wear it during the day, but remember as soon as you get home to put it on the charger before you go about your business and then put it back on before you go to bed. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, gee, thanks, Fitbit. You're yeah. just a wealth of helpful well, information. Just think about who owns them now. They're owned by Google. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. You yeah. knew that it was going to be downhill from there. And because they're owned by Google, you know that all the data they collect is going to be used for other things anyway. So you don't no. Wanna, you don't want to give them another microphone to listen to you. That, that's true, because there's a microphone to tell if you're snoring. Yeah. Or talking in your sleep, yeah. maybe. And then they're going to just store all that information and then offer up ads for whatever you can't remember what you were talking about in your sleep. Exactly. Oh, them clever devils. <laughs> no such thing as privacy. Nope. We've discovered that, of course, long ago. And, of course, you talked last week about the limited return of the old hippie VW bus, but Volkswagen is thinking small and versatile with its ID Life concept electric vehicle, more electric vehicle news, which is designed for urban driving. Digital Trends reports that while the car is small, it boasts a relaxing interior, they say, that includes a 34-inch pop-up dashboard screen suitable for video gaming and movie viewing with app-driven infotainment options. Just what you want, video games on the dashboard of your car. Yeah. Hopefully not <laughs> visible to the driver because that would be against the law in most states. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Microsoft is further nudging users away from passwords by rolling out passwordless login options to all consumer Microsoft accounts. These options were previously available only to commercial customers. Now, this means that users will be able to log into services such as Outlook and OneDrive without having to use a password. Instead, users can use the Microsoft Authenticator app, Windows Hello, a security key, and SMS or emailed codes. Some Microsoft apps will still continue to require a password, however, including Office 2010 or earlier, Remote Desktop, and Xbox 360. Similarly, those now using unsupported versions of Windows won't be able to ditch their passwords either, as the feature will only be supported on Windows 10 and Windows 11. Now, I like how, how you know this is a password replacement to log into things like Outlook, yet one of the options is to have a code emailed to you. Well, if you can't log in, how are you going to get to Outlook to get to your email to get the code? (laughs) That's like we've talked years ago when DVRs were were popular and just coming out, how they came with a DVD about how to set it up. Yeah. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, the last car that I bought didn't have an owner's manual. It came with a DVD-ROM. Really? Yeah. My new car that I only got a month ago or so still has a big, thick, phone book size thickness 
kids listening don't even know what a phone book is, yeah. but a really thick owner's manual. Well, the car I have now has a manual. It has a paper manual. The car before that, it was a Dodge Journey, hmm. came with a DVD-ROM. So I, you know, when something went wrong, I had to go find a computer that still had a DVD drive. Yeah. Put it in. <laughs> I guess that's why it was short-lived. Yeah. They went back to paper. Uh-huh. T-Mobile will begin selling phones at 2,300 Walmart stores through its Metro brand starting in October and the main brand on November 1st. In a move that doubles its retail footprint, the company's focusing on areas, especially rural places, that have only a single carrier option. So they're thinking maybe we can get a few more customers in those areas. It doesn't mean that that says that T-Mobile is going to be another carrier if they're not already in those markets, but maybe in the long run, that's their goal. Maybe For many years now, people have debated whether watching an excessive amount of television is bad for your brain. A new John Hopkins University study has found that people between 30 and 50 years old, listen up, who spend more than two hours a day in front of TV did, in fact, have less gray matter. But as Stuart Heritage from The Guardian argues, taking the results of the study at face value is somewhat defeatist. His argument is essentially that if you're using TV as an excuse to turn off your brain, then of course it will have a negative influence. But if you see it as an actual activity that supports mental stimulation and curiosity, you don't have to accept the premise that television is destroying you. Which is why I watch things on the Science Channel and the History yeah, Channel, History Channel. The Discovery yeah, Channel. It's yeah, yeah. useful television. I know. Especially since I'm closer, much closer to the 50 than the 30. Yeah. <laughs> well, but mind you, no studies about negative effects of listening to the radio. So our audience is fine. Yeah, because it's, as you've called it over the years, theater of the mind. So exactly. your mind is always working when you listen to radio. That's right. And as Evan from the While You Were Working Smart Brief said, it's not exactly a groundbreaking epiphany. But in the age of coronavirus, with more time indoors, it's a nice reminder to just give yourself a pass once in a while. Yeah. Well, we've even said for years, even with all tech, it's, you know, it's good to turn everything off every once in a while. But take, take except the radio. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let the radio go on in the back, but turn the phone off, turn the computer off, turn the TV off. Turn your yourself... smartphone off. Yeah. Exactly. How dare you? I'll turn mine off. Of course, I've never talked to anybody anyway, yeah. so it won't matter to me to turn the phone off. See, I can't turn mine off because my Dexcom unit is connected to it, and if no. I need to know my blood sugar. Well, turn off your, your cell data and Wi-Fi, so that, that way you can basically that's only true. use it for your Dexcom. Because that's Bluetooth. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if I could do that, though. I'd wonder who's trying to reach me or who's emailing me or who am I ignoring or I, I just or keep, if I got another like on a post. Well, I keep thinking back to the month that I took off from Facebook, and, it, man, it was the most beautiful month of my life. Well, then why'd you go back on? Because I missed all the drama. I th- <laughs> Thank you very much. No further questions, your witness. I knew it. See? You, aye, aye, aye. Evolving technology from smart thermostats and lighting systems to activity monitors that alert caregivers to safety concerns can help residents of older adult communities stay safer. And Forbes reports that these devices and systems may be able to save retirement communities money in the long run. So expect more tech in assisted living facilities and otherwise retirement communities as we head further into tomorrow. Amazon announced that it's bringing its cashierless just-walk-out technology to two new Whole Foods locations next year. 
whoop de doo Yeah. Uh, one of those stores. That's will, news. Yeah. One of those stores will be in Washington, D.C., which I thought that a lot of them just walk out of stores there with stuff anyway, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. Uh, well, the second one will be in Sherman Oaks, California. When they're open, customers will have the option of paying at a traditional self-checkout or customer service booth or having the new technology automatic bill them when they leave the store. The move marks Amazon's latest step towards scaling its cashierless technology, which works by using a series of cameras and sensors to automatically detect what people pick up off shelves into a variety of larger stores. Interesting. I guess it's been somewhat successful where they've done it up to now for them to be expanding it. But it help, you know, and in fact, does it really cut down on shoplifting? But if you don't have an account, it's not going to register yeah, well, I think, anyway. I think the idea is to try to make it easier and quicker for people to just get stuff that they yeah. want and, and leave. Yeah, it's not about loss prevention. It, it's about convenience for the customer and about making more money for Whole Foods. And about you know for them to track exactly what you're buying so they can serve you up more ads related to the stuff that you're buying. Of course, because <laughs> clearly they know exactly what you buy, how often you buy it, the quantities you right. buy and it if in. If you don't want somebody to know exactly what you're buying, pay cash. Yeah, or just... <laughs> Pay normal in debit card or otherwise, but it doesn't associate you with that particular item or quantity or what have you. Uh, What can I say? We've been talking a lot about smart home products on Into Tomorrow for our 26 years on the air. Connected smart home technology is now considered a priority for homeowners and tenants with nearly 75% of those surveyed noting that they will weigh smart home features when deciding where to live. That according to a Samsung SmartThings report. Smart cameras, lights, and appliances were the most important smart home devices for all kinds of respondents. And I'm wondering, what does our audience think? What do you have or what do you want in your home that you don't have? So let us know at 800-899-INTO or download the free Into Tomorrow app and hit that uh, message to studio button. Just mash that button or visit us on any browser, on any device with a browser and a microphone and mash that Ask Dave button that you'll see on the right or the lower right when you visit intotomorrow.com. Very curious to let it, to let us know. Are you part of that 75% that say, I already have or absolutely am considering some smart home items, what are they? Or what do you wish you had that you didn't? I was thinking about that recently with the house that I've been renting for the last 10 years, and I've decided I need to just buy that house because I have spent the last 10 years adding all of these smart home items. I've changed out just about every light switch in the house of to a smart switch. I've hung smart TVs, and I'm thinking, you know, all the work that's going to be involved if I have to move out of that place and transfer all that smart home stuff to a new place, I just need to buy the house. So it's taken you 10 years to decide that you just need to buy that house. Yeah, well. Does the landlord want to sell it? He's told me that he wouldn't sell it, but he would sell it to me. So That he wouldn't sell it. Well, he's not but he would to sell it, but he would oh, sell it to me. Gotcha. Have you asked recently? him recently? Not recently. But you know, I hope he'd want to sell it to me because of all the work I've done in the house, it'd take a lot of work and money to yeah. put it back the way it was. Yeah. And it would be beneficial to him. Yeah. Interesting. Robert listens through the Radio Garden app. Welcome into tomorrow. If I purchase a cell phone from a provider and stick with them for a year, am I entitled to get the unlock code? to make it an unlocked phone and usable on any carrier. Hmm. Well, Robert, back in 2014, then-President Obama signed a bill into law with the ridiculous name of Unlocking Consumer Choice and Wireless Competition Act that made unlocking legal. 
After that, carriers dragged their feet a little and about a year later started unlocking phones by request as long as they were fully paid off. Now, that means that you may not necessarily be able to get yours unlocked after a year, but you will be able to have it unlocked after the contract you signed up for lapses and, of course, that your phone is fully paid for. Yeah, some carriers will still unlock your phone if you haven't yet fulfilled your contract but are willing to pay off the balance left on the phone. Uh, and, of course, remember that not all carriers are the same. Uh, what is a very simple process with some, in which they'll just ask for your phone's serial number and unlock it for you, may be a painful and long process with others. So give yourself some time if you need it unlocked by a certain due date uh, due to travel or anything similar. Yeah. Let us know, Robert, what it works out for you. And why do you need it? Unlocked. I'm curious about that, too, because maybe we can do a little more digging, and that should help you even further. Meantime, visit us. Let's all meet, shall we, at intotomorrow.com. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Call 800-970-8405. That's 800-970-8405. Welcome back into tomorrow in our 26th year, bringing you the latest in cool consumer tech. I'm Dave Graveline. And I'm Chris Graveline. It's time for our Evolve History Feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Graveline. IFA, IFA, history, history, history. At IFA in 1995, Schneider, a German company which disappeared soon after, showed a sensational new technology, displaying TV images with laser beams. Here's looking at you, kid. The technology never made it to the market, despite continuous developments by several companies and heavy investments. We still see prototypes of laser display technology, or LBT. <laughs> with amazing picture quality at trade shows, but it seems this Berlin world premiere would have to be filed in the failure bin. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. I think we shall do just that, because why not? The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. And you have to know all the goodies that we've got for you that are still almost floor-to-ceiling, so now's the time to call in if you've been waiting all summer to do so. Participate over the next couple of weeks, and you'll end up scooping up some of the remaining goodies. Like, for example, from Skosh, we've got Magic Mount Fresh Dual Purpose Magnetic Phone Mount and Air Fresheners. We've got Rhythm Plus 2.0 Armband Heart Rate Monitors and Boom Bottle Waterproof wireless speakers with built-in magic mounts, among a bunch of other goodies. From Audio-Technica, we've got QuietPoint wireless active noise-canceling in-ear headphones, valued at 200 bucks. From Catalyst, if you've got an iPhone 12, various models of those, or AirPod Pros, or Apple Watch, uh, we've got cases for you. There you go. Razer sent us some Kayo webcams. Perfect work from home webcam with built-in adjustable ring lights, and their Black Widow light silent mechanical keyboards to up your pro 
productivity. Remember, mention two or three or four of the various items when you call in, when we hear you. And once you're heard on the air, you can qualify to win some of those items. No promises, no guarantees, but we'll do our best to get some of those to you. From Cut and Go, we've got Into Tomorrow branded emergency seatbelt cutters and window breakers. They sent us a box of 100 of these things to share with you, so you'll never be trapped in an accident. Uh, From Vox Electronics, we've got a 10.1-inch high-res in-vehicle digital smart TV overhead monitor system. Talk. Go ahead. Now hit it seven hundred bucks. Well, there you go. And talk about getting locked out. How about uh, getting locked out of your car? Don't you hate when that happens? Car Keys Express sent us several key and remote replacement kits for many popular vehicles. So many, many things available. How does one participate? By calling the eight hundred number at eight hundred eight nine nine into. It's eight hundred eight nine nine four six eight six. Using the free Into Tomorrow app or clicking the Ask Dave button on our site at intotomorrow.com. Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, Blue Pills Direct can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you can get the same results you need for only $2 per pill? That's right. Call today and receive 50 blue pills or 50 yellow pills for only $99. That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 888-914-4247 today and finally have those breathtaking, toe-curling moments again and again. Call 888-914-4247 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 888-914-4247. That's 888-914-4247. Call 888-914-4247. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning into the program. Delighted to have you, as always. Even more delighted when you call in and participate on the show. And there's three very easy ways to do that. One, the old-fashioned way still works. Pick up the phone and dial 800-899-INTO. Anytime at your convenience, 24-7, Or download our free Into Tomorrow app from your favorite app store. Of course, iOS devices, Android, whatever you got. Search for Into Tomorrow, those two words on your app store, snag the app, and then there's a message to studio button. Again, anytime at your convenience. You can send us a question, help another listener, share some tech rage, whatever you'd like. The easiest and newest way that a lot of folks are taking advantage of. Simply visit us at intotomorrow.com and over on the right-hand side on any browser on any device with a browser and a microphone, you'll see a little red Ask Dave button with a microphone. Click that. And all we ask is that you make sure you give us your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show. Is it a podcast, a stream? Is it one of our favorite radio stations? Whatever the case. And we'll get you on the air. And then, of course, you win some fabulous prizes. It really is that easy. So do join us one way or the other, please. And become not only part of the show, but become the show. 
Our next guest's company provides state-of-the-art, high-performance audio electronics, including streamers and DACs, which, of course, is digital-to-analog converters, and amplifiers. So whether you're a big-time audiophile, and, of course, being in radio, he got our attention, or you're a consumer of audio and you like your music and what have you, I think you'll enjoy the uh, hearing from the owner of Orchard Audio, Leo Eisenstadt. Leo, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Good. Glad to have you. I hope I didn't uh, mispronounce your last name, but we'll go with Leo in the in the meantime. And of course, OrchardAudio.com is the website. So those are the uh, two most important things. Tell me a little bit about your company, first of all, the background, how you got it all started. Yeah, so nine to ten years ago, I was working for a company called Siemens, and we were designing fire alarm systems. And you would say, well, what fire alarm systems has to do with this? But yeah. in, in Europe, part of the fire alarm systems is a PA system. So, like, the fireman can come into the building, and he can make an announcement to any floor in the building saying, evacuate this floor, et cetera. Yeah. And so we were designing um, PA-type amplifiers and DACs for that type of system. And in Europe, they also use the system for background listening when they're not using the fire alarm. So they actually wanted it to be not like super high performance, but better than just a standard PA system because they also use it for background listening. Gotcha. So So, in other words, they would play music throughout the system, perhaps during work hours, just to keep workers uh, maybe motivated, uh, mellow, that sort of thing. Yeah, that sort of thing. That's right. Yeah. It's it's a lot more common in Europe than I guess it is uh, here in the States. So anyway, at that time, that's really when I got into audio and I decided, you know, let me try to design an audio system for my house that's very high performance and that's going to beat the prices of what I can get out on the market. And, um, you know, I quickly found out that making a one-off of something is actually very expensive. Yes. Um, it's, it's oftentimes preferred, I think, by a lot of folks, especially audiophiles who really want to get into something. You know, I'm thinking in terms of, uh, you know, vinyl making its resurgence and tube type amplifiers and things like that. But it can be costly, no doubt. Yeah. You know, I made some prototypes and the first couple blew up. Oh, geez. <laughs> and then I ended up with a finished product for the house. And then, you know, as guests, family came over, everybody remarked on how great everything sounded. So in 2017, I decided to create Orchard Audio basically just out of my love of apples. Um, Uh, (laughs) uh, Not not the electronics, but actually the fruit. Yeah, the fruit. Gotcha. (laughs) Thus, Orchard Um, Audio. Got it. You know, I basically made enhancements to the products that I designed for the house to make them more suitable for larger scale manufacturing, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's almost five years now. I think I launched the company January 1st. 2017. So coming up on five years. Very cool. And thus Orchard Audio was born. And do you have a particular philosophy in terms of your audio? I know you you initially were talking about you wanted to do your own thing and make it more affordable. I'm, I'm assuming that's still part of your philosophy. Yes. So my design philosophy is, to quote Da Vinci, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Uh-huh. So my products Uh, stick to audio performance. Uh, There's a lot of products from a lot of mainstream manufacturers. They have a lot of features. They have like screens. They have like tens of knobs, other things going on that don't necessarily... well, they, they don't necessarily um, make it better. I mean, I can understand a lot of folks are into bells and whistles, and, and I want to see a lot of LEDs. And Well, and if that's what you're into, wonderful. But if right. you're into ultimately the sound and making it sound the best you can, then the bells and whistles aren't what you're looking for. 
Right. So if you're looking specifically for audio performance without too many bells and whistles, that's where my products come in. And that's how I'm also able to make them. Uh, you know, I try to minimize the cost. So I use the latest and greatest state of the art electronics that I can find. Uh, and by eliminating all the bells and whistles and just focusing on audio, I can keep the costs much lower at the same performance level as other companies. Gotcha. Now, do you make these things one at a time for your clients, or do you have an assembly line of some sort? Do you have a series of, of products, especially as they might relate to consumer and user products, uh, the average consumer who just loves their audio uh, that they can get, or, or is it a matter of uh, order what you want and then you build it? So I actually have two product lines. One product line is for the do-it-yourself type individual uh, oh, cool. who has the technical background to put the stuff together yourself. Mm-hmm. And so they can purchase the circuit boards and they can assemble it and uh, do it yourself <laughs> yeah. uh, and save some money in the process, right? Because just buying the circuit boards is less expensive. Sure. Uh, and then I have another line of products, which is completely plug and play ready. So the circuit boards I actually have made at a manufacturer. I have two manufacturers. I have one in New Jersey and one in Canada. So they make the circuit boards. They ship the circuit boards to me. And then I do the final assembly of all my products currently because I still don't have enough sales volume to warrant otherwise. Sure, sure. Well, it's uh, so also... Yeah, so I take the circuit boards. I assemble them into the enclosures. I install the software. I, you know, make everything ready to go so that somebody yes. just has to plug it in and it'll work. <laughs> gotcha. It, I mean, it sounds like a good way to do it. So you are taking care of that customer uh, yourself, and that's a great way to build a business. You want to grow the orchard, if I may. I'm noticing right. on your website such things as you do a lot of stuff with, uh, you talk about circuit boards with Pi, uh, Pi computers. You have the, the Pecan Pi streamer. Tell me about that. Yeah, so the Pecan Pi streamer uses the Raspberry Pi computer mm-hmm. um, as the streaming platform that's inside of it. It's a high-performance, very small computer, and it does the job very well, and they're not expensive because they sell them by the millions. You know? Yeah, so, of course. <laughs> yeah, they're, we, we recommend them on the show all the time for folks that have a particular need and don't want to spend a lot of money. Well, there you go, a Raspberry Pi. It's a computer on a circuit board, exactly as you, as you mentioned. Yeah, it's a credit card-sized computer. You know, it has everything you need. I design and manufacture all my own uh, circuits, right? Sure. Like my circuit boards are my own design. Like I don't buy third-party uh yeah, so uh, side door Chinese audio. things or something, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, send me a bunch of those. You, you put it together yourself. And that's yeah. that's very commendable. But in this case, the Pecan Pie streamer, what is it streaming? Audio, no doubt. But is it streaming for online or is it streaming throughout your home? What how is that streamer being used? Right. So it's essentially a network computer that sits anywhere in your home on your network. And you can connect hard drives, like a USB hard drive to it and play audio from that. Or if you subscribe to online streaming services like Tidal or Cobuzz or Spotify, for example, you can play music from any of those services through the streamer. Oh, okay. um, if you have a network attached storage that stores all of your audio files on your network somewhere else, it can access those. So it's basically an all-in-one device for audio playback. You know, it'll play audio from essentially anything, you know, from the internet, from hard drives connected to it, or from storage devices that are on your network. So I'm assuming that's one of your consumer-oriented items, even at $549. Again, if you enjoy your audio and you've got many sources and you want to distribute that audio around the house, uh, you want to look at something like that. So that's pretty cool. What other consumer-related things do you do? 
So I also make amplifiers. I have two amplifier models. I have the Star Crimson amplifiers, which I sell as monoblocks. Monoblocks means that it's a single channel amplifier. So for example, for stereo, you need two of them, but I, I sell them in pairs. Okay. Um, and actually that a lot of people get confused. They think I sell one and they have to double up, but no, the price includes, so it's 1500 for two. Uh-huh. Um, so you basically get um, two amplifiers for 1500 And I also have, just recently, I released the Star Crimson Ultra amplifiers. It's a stereo amplifier. I have one here. Oh, very good. So we have some show and tell during the interview. So be sure to visit yeah. us at intotomorrow.com. I have to move back a little bit. <laughs> yep, it's, it's a big one. Okay, yeah. very cool. So it looks like it's also rack mountable if you've got that kind of equipment or you want to put it in a rack. Or either way, it'll look nice with whatever audio equipment you might have in right. your living room or your home theater. Yeah, so actually the website doesn't have a rack mount option there but uh if you contact me um you can make um, I, I can make the rack mount custom, uh, you know like a custom thing yeah. gotcha well what's uh, ahead for orchard audio what are you working on that you can share with us into tomorrow if you will i'm just about to release the star crimson ultra streamer which combines the amplifier that i just showed mm-hmm. with the streamer all inside that one enclosure And what that allows the end user to do is essentially have a one-box solution where all the components are already matched together. So they don't have to buy a separate DAC. They don't have to buy a separate streamer. They don't have to buy a separate amplifier. They basically get this one product. It's all matched inside to deliver very high performance. They just need their own speakers. Terrific. Well, we inv- we invite our audience to check out orchardaudio.com. And of course, we'll link you there. As I mentioned, visit us at intotomorrow.com. And we'll have a link to Leo's site, and as we do with all of our guests. And you'll be able to see the products and the other things that he's been talking about as well. Uh, Leo, we wish you well. Keep making the cool stuff yourself, because as much as you can, as long as you can, I think it's cool to make sure that your customers know you're literally, your hands are building these things and i think right. that, that gives them a little for a warm fuzzy so all right thank you for joining us leo okay thank you very much it's our pleasure again orchardaudio.com for more we'll get you there hit us up at intotomorrow.com i'm dave graveline there's much more ahead as into tomorrow continues right here on the advanced media network This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Instead of mowing their lawn, Google rents goats to eat the grass at their Mountain View headquarters. Okay. Just another Into Tomorrow tech tidbit. But who cleans up all the goat poop? Uh, the Google <laughs> CEO. Yeah. he got nothing else to do. That's true. Welcome back Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. Know before you go high or low with customizable alerts and alarms. Visit dexcom.com. James is calling in using the Ask Dave button on our site at intotomorrow.com. We love you for that. Hey, James. I want to know about aluminum battery technology. I heard that a university in California says that aluminum battery technology is far better than any type of batteries we have now. 
Well, James, it's just not around, and it may never be, so don't worry too much about it for the time being. At the moment, that and graphene are nothing but possible technologies that may be used in a few decades, but for the moment are just the subject of academic papers. Yeah, the biggest advantages of aluminum-ion batteries over lithium-ion batteries are weight. Uh, they're lighter, and aluminum is less likely to catch fire violently and quickly the way lithium-ion batteries sometimes do. Uh, the last part is not that big of a deal in applications like phones, but it is a much bigger deal on modern planes, electric cars, and other uses that require much larger and much more dangerous batteries. If you've heard about the Teslas that catch fire every now and then and can't be put out for hours, this type of battery would be less prone to that problem. Also, all other hybrids and electric cars seem less prone to that, too, so we wouldn't make Tesla our first option. Yeah, now, true. Now, the downside of aluminum-ion batteries is that their shelf life would be much shorter And in the real world, that's a problem for virtually all of the major applications that would benefit from this type of battery. So, James, while it's a great question, don't hold your breath. That's one of those things. Oh, by the way, James and everyone else listening, do you receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter? Please, if you don't, listen up, because guess what's in it? Tech news. There is some tech news in the (laughs) tech newsletter. I know. Go figure that we would have been so obvious. There's also some fun hmm thoughts. I hope you enjoyed especially the ones that Chris put together last week because they made me go hmm and actually LOL. Yeah. Uh, There you go. And we let you know who's on the show that week, and we let you know what prizes are available that week, and maybe highlight some of the calls so you know what to anticipate. And, oh, I want to know about that, too, so you have some additional info. We've got links to the This Week in Tech History videos. Yeah. Of course, you're going to want to check those out and even subscribe to that YouTube channel as well. Well, I hope so, and that's because it stars Chris, so that's why he's promoting that more. Well, also, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you'll also get notified when we have videos of our interviews up as well. That's a good point. And then you say, oh, I didn't want to miss that one, and therefore you won't miss it. So as Cameron says, hit that like and subscribe button. Mash Mash those buttons. Mash those buttons, exactly. And, of course, Beth's tech tip every week. This week, reading is something everyone should do daily, and thanks to the fact that everyone usually has an electronic device in their hand, it's easier than ever to get those reading hours in. And she tells you how. And Sidecar in macOS Catalina turns your iPad into a second display with just a few clicks. But... It's limited to certain Macs and iPads. Imagine that. Thankfully, a few third-party apps can help fill the void. We tell you all about them in this week's Into Tomorrow Tech Newsletter. How does one obtain such an incredibly awesome item? (laughs) You stop by the incredibly awesome intotomorrow.com, and then a box will pop up asking for your email address. You just put your email address in there. You'll get a confirmation email. Yeah, so watch for that and check your spam filter in case. Click the link, and you'll be in. That's all there is to it. There you go. Intotomorrow.com. And thank you. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. Hi, guys. 
guys, back to Cameron Graveline. And if you have any questions about tech, don't forget to ask Dave so he can ask me. Call 800-899-INTO or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Now back to the guys. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's too bad that Cameron just can't get excited about being on the radio. I don't know why he's just so monotone. I know. But he is very fond of reminding our listeners of one thing in particular. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Well, you put the de-aging machine on him. I know. <laughs> uh, and he hates when I play it. Oh, I was so much younger then. Yeah, and it's cute. That's why we play it. Uh, he's not a big fan because he's nine and a half now. Oh. So, my gosh, you know, don't embarrass him. Gene in Brunswick, Georgia, listens on 93.7 FM WBQO. And we love you for it, Gene, calling in using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Dave, what kind of device can I get that's not expensive and will give me Wi-Fi in my camper? Well, Gene, all of your choices will require some kind of phone service, apparently. So your first and least expensive option is your smartphone. It probably has a hotspot already built in that you can use to get access in your camper right now. Yeah, now, if you want a separate device, there are standalone hotspots that you can buy from different phone companies. The cost is pretty variable and largely depends on the plan that you want. Uh, if you're willing to sign up for a plan with a monthly fee, you may be able to get the device for free or for very little cost. Otherwise, it may cost you a few hundred dollars. Now, the advantage of that approach is that you can have both your phone and the hotspot as options depending on which service provider has a better signal where you happen to be. So you'll want to look for a, a device on a carrier other than your cell phone carrier so yeah. that you have those two options. And that way, if the hotspot is working on your phone, say on T-Mobile, but your MiFi unit or your your separate hotspot device is on AT&T or Verizon, you've got those options. And again, if you're using a camper, you're probably traveling around and you may have better luck with one or the other at various locations and various times. Let us know what works out best for you because it will certainly help other listeners as well. Join us at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.